What can I say to make you stay? <laughs> what, what can I say except you're welcome? You're welcome. Da, da, da. I don't. I don't. Know. I can do the whole rap verse, but only if I'm watching the movie. Kid, honestly, I could go on and on. I, I could explain it in every natural phenomenon. Oh, that was my. I just messing around. I killed an eel. I buried it. Guts put it in the ground. Now you got coconuts. What's the, da, 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 what's, the, the, what's the, the moral? What's the takeaway? Don't mess with Maui when he's on a breakaway. Break and the tapestry inked in my skin is a uh, a list of the victories I win. Look at my outfit. I make everything happen. Look at that mean mini-me Maui. Just to bitty tap it. Slay! Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back Welcome. to Two Mourners. <laughs> One o'clock. I'm Em. I'm Jordy. Today we're going to over, go over chapters 6 through 10 um, in Rule of Wolves by Lee Bardugo. Um, that beginning was a quote, not from Moana, um, but <laughs> from Rule of Wolves. And I just like read this part like right before we started recording. And it's so good. your girl's over here kicking her feet like, <laughs> oh like, oh my gosh. We, we giggling. Yeah, like... <laughs> I'm like, I'm so alone. <laughs> Don't say that. It's fine. It's true. No, it's it's fine. Nice. Anyway. Um, so once again, thank y'all for the patience. Um I, what has been happening? I know it was a lot happened. I mean, last week was Valentine's Day. Oh yeah. Um, Busy for you. <laughs> I wish this was a visual medium so bad. So that everyone could see I just went. I just you meant because you were busy. married. You were also busy on Valentine's Day, though. <laughs> yeah, I um, did music bingo. Yes, that's busy. Okay. And then book club on Thursday. Oh, yeah. And then and we then had festivities on Friday. Friday. And then we both kind of had weekend plans. Yeah. So What did you do this weekend? I hung out with my parents a little bit. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh, that's right. They came on Saturday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then um, we were out on Sunday. Yeah. <gasps> I got into law school. Yeah. I got my first law school acceptance, which is super exciting. Congratulations to Anne. Woohoo. Um, yeah, we'll see what happens. But What happens is you're going to law school. I know. But we haven't recorded. We haven't posted in like two weeks. Yeah, so. it's been about two weeks. I know. Just been busy, isn't it? You know, life happens. Oh, also, I do want to apologize to all of our UK listeners. Um, I was listening to our Drunken Disorderly Um I know we like joke in different accents all the time. Look, we have fun here, but but I I sincerely apologize. Um, that was really bad, and I I was like I was listening to it and was thinking, when am I gonna stop doing an accent? This is way too long. <laughs> this is not good, and it just kept getting yeah, worse. It continued. It continued, and it went from like British to Australian to Irish to Lord only knows what. And I am so sorry that you had to listen to that. Not only to our UK listeners, but to everyone. Um, my bad. <laughs> That's on me. That's on me. <laughs> so anyway. We can't promise accents won't continue to happen. Yeah, but I can promise it won't happen that much. Because that was out of pocket, out of hand. Oh, I was also <laughs> listening to the Drunken Disorderly Debrief. Mm-hmm. Um, and do you know where uh, the first part cut out? It was... Like around the queer ISS. Yeah, but it cut out at. Oh, that's uh, right. Tan just needs to beep. <laughs> and then it was like, okay, part two. Yep. I wish I knew what it was. No, I, I feel terrible. <laughs> we have since moved to new software, 
where hopefully that won't happen again and everything is auto-saved. But I was listening to it and I was like, what? What did, you, what did you need to do? I know. I feel really bad. But Jordan, please don't feel bad. I brought it up because it was funny. I was like, I know, oh, but what? I literally moved to a different software, so that would never happen again. Talk about a cliffhanger. I know. Um, anyway. The world may never know. So chapter six is in Nikolai's point of view, and we left off with a new well mother being like, what's up, Nina? <laughs> um, or no, no, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, uh, it was, wasn't it? Yes, but the last chapter was um, Zoya realizing oh, that right. Nina had um, called her had, a saint. Had been putting out some uh, propaganda. Yes. Um, and the last words of Zoya's chapter are, quote, damn Nina Zenick. And, uh, and Nikolai's first words in his chapter are, quote, bless Nina Zenick. Um, and so he is, like, getting ready um to have a battle in Rabka because remember the Fjordans are going to attack Rabka mm-hmm. and so he is like in this field um the Rabkin soldiers are camouflaged um and he goes up with Adric in the air and he notes that Adric is so like he's a grump he's like Eeyore he is like Eeyore mm-hmm. um one arm yeah <laughs> Um, and he acknowledges it. He's like, well, I only have one arm to lose. So, you know, (laughs) like, dude, what? Um, but, uh, Nikolai took him up into his little plane thingy-majigger, um, because he wanted to dampen the sound to, um, so the Fjordans wouldn't know that they were there in the air. Um, and so they are, um, they ended up landing and Tamara and Nadia greet them. And everyone's kind of solemn because they know it's like, this is battle and they all yeah. had to rally really quickly. Um, and they know that they're outnumbered and that mm-hmm. the odds are not in their favor, but you know, yep. Oh, well. And like, thanks to Nina, they were even able to rally at all. Yeah. But it's still not where they would want to be. Mm-hmm. Um, cause without her, they would have had zero clue that feared. Yeah. Surprise invasion. Mm-hmm. Um, and they know that feared is sending their tanks. Um, and so they, um, they're like waiting for it in the battlefield and all of a sudden they hear these like really loud yeah it's the tanks coming in they're calling them war machines um and again they're like he's thinking about okay great nina gave us you know a little bit of a heads up yeah um like it's still like those are tanks yeah and they're waiting for the fearings to come to them and nikolai's thinking you know we could have met them in battle like it would have been the honorable thing to do it would have been the brave thing to do he's like we don't got time for that. Like, no. we are, we have no resources. We're not trying to be honorable. We're trying to win. Yeah. <laughs> um, but this, like, the, this battle scene felt very present to me of, like, what World War, like, films about World War One yes. are. Yes. It's a new kind of it's war. It's giving 1917. It is. Um, it's giving Downton That's Abbey. So it is giving mm-hmm. Downton Abbey. Okay, I saw a TikTok that was, like, the Claremore, mm-hmm. Claremont Castle, I think that's what it is. Mm-hmm. And... People were like, is Downton Abbey coming back? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm here for it. I'm never going to object to more Downton yeah. content. Here's the thing. Mary needs to divorce her husband. <coughs> Bless you. Thank because you. in the last movie, he just like wasn't there. No. And in the I last like, movie, the little cinematographer guy was like, hey, baby, what's good? I'm like, girl, you should have married him. No, and she's like, oh, you're flattering me. And if I wasn't married, I'd go for you. But yeah, except, I am. Where is he at, though? Except her new husband is a race car driver when right? her last husband died in a car. And he just, like, wasn't there. <laughs> like, I never thought about it. 
Dude! It's been a really long time since I watched it all the way through. We gotta watch it. I love it. We gotta watch I it. I watched like the first two seasons all the time. I need to rewatch all the way. Yeah. So, anyway, it, that's kind of what it feels like. Like a very much, uh, it's a new war front. Yes. Um, war is being revolutionized. Yes. Here, and that's not something they're like excited about. Yeah. And so the Fjord and Tinks are rolling towards them and Tolly's like, do you think they know? And everyone's <laughs> like, no, um, because otherwise they wouldn't be They'd moving be. towards <laughs> yeah. us. And, and then it's a... Very still. Yeah. And then, boom! Um, a first explosion went off and a silent signal went down. Everyone's like told to hold their positions. Mm-hmm. And then another... A few more booms go off and some of the tanks burst into flames. Some of them like are on their yeah. side. Some yeah. Um, and so... They were able to plant, the Rabkins were able to plant bombs in the ground. So, like, mine bomb, what is it called? A mine. Um, yeah, yeah, a mine. Um, that's the most, like, that, that's so scary. Yeah. You always see in, like, the World War One and Two like, shows the and movies. Click. Yes, like, stepping in the guy being like, oh, no. Like, yeah. And, like, you cannot move. Yeah. And nine times out of ten, it can't be diffused. And yeah. And it's very, very scary. Um, and so, these were big booms created by David, of course. Yes. Um and, uh, um, yeah, sorry. It's like back and forth. It's like, oh, what would have happened? Um, and so they do know that, um, they were able to get, move most of, um, okay. Rewind. The bombs are going off. And then once again, Nikolai's mm-hmm. like, we are able to thanks, like thanks plan this because of Nina. Nina. Um, and, uh, in the message she sent, it also noted that they were going to bomb some, like, important, like, military shipments and just, like, shipments okay. in general in Ravka. And so they were able to move a lot, not the shipyards because there's nothing to be done there, but they yeah. were able to move a lot of people and a lot of equipment mm-hmm. to make it safe. Yep, yep, yep. Um, awesome. And uh, he also notes that while the Fjordans were dropping bombs on, like, those um, – points mm-hmm. uh nikolai's special soldiers the no nikki the, the no nikki it's, it's my, the no nikki it's my cousin nikki <laughs> the no nikki okay. <laughs> i have to think of my big fat greek wedding again it's like the nick nikki nick <laughs> <laughs> that's what they're called it's, the no nikki it's the no nikki we go by nikki for sure <laughs> um then there's one guy in the back who goes by no <laughs> um so those are like nikolai's um special soldiers yeah, um and first army which i will yes uh and so they had been able to help get the things out of the mm-hmm. whatever like base camps or things and i love that like he had them put the mines down but he yeah. also like very carefully marked where each mine was on a map mm-hmm. so that because he's already thinking like you know if there is ever to be peace with Fierda, i don't want to leave this like bomb laden battlefield in between our two nations yeah like not great um <laughs> not a good start yeah but i think that's really because i mean to this day mm-hmm. you find like unactivated mines and yeah. things from world war one and two that kill people like today yeah it's crazy so that's awesome that he tracked where they were um and so the tanks are still coming um it just slowed them down it didn't stop them and so then um he calls for everyone to put their masks on and so fabricators had made these special masks to block the um effects of jerta perem mm-hmm. um and they're like the getting Fjordans ready are using chemical warfare yeah which that's against the geneva Con- convention <laughs> come on Fierda. like they're literally launching turbo heroin at mm-hmm. people like to get them yeah. instantly addicted um, what is it? Agent Orange? Oh. Oh. <gasps> oh. Maybe because Yorda's orange. Orange. 
Lee. Lee. You your did mind. it again. You oh, did it you again. Slay. <laughs> Actually, no, no, no. Oh my gosh. Slay to her intelligence. Yes. We understood. Thank you. Oh my gosh. I feel really bad. I feel bad. People are still dealing with the effects. I know my grandpa was Agent Orange. Oh my gosh. He's okay. I mean, he's not okay, but you know. I'm so sorry. No, that was I'm, really, that was I'm, very smart writing. I meant it as a slave for Lee Bardugo's it's intelligent writing. Not, I'm moving on. I'm so sorry. That's so smart, though. Yeah. I was like, oh. No, I would have never put that together. Yeah. Um, and so. So they have gas masks on. They have gas masks on because, again, uh, the Fjordans are going to use chemical warfare. Mm-hmm. It's an international crime, but yeah. hey. But who's counting? Um. We are. <laughs> I am, yeah. Uh, and so Ravka has flyers in the sky that are higher than mm-hmm. Fierda's flyers, and they have the um, uh, squallers to, like, use a sound barrier. So mm-hmm. Fierda's flyers don't know that they're up there, so they have a little bit of a, an advantage. Mm-hmm. Um, and everyone is, like, they're waiting for the Fierdans to come to them. They're not going to go in and engage. Mm-hmm. Um and uh, Nikolai knows, he's like, yeah, a king doesn't technically belong on the front lines, but I'm not going to let my like, people do this for me. Operates. Yeah, which that's awesome. Um, and he knows that there were aristocrats too, but he doesn't, like, really trust them because, mm-hmm. like, it's it's the decorated, um, what is it called? There's, like, a specific award for it. I don't know. I it's, don't know. like, uh, decorated military awards for aristocrats, mm, but it's yeah, yeah, it's yeah. just for show. Yes, I can't um, remember the word for it, but I mm-hmm. guess. And Nikolai's getting ready to tell people what to do, and Adric's like, it's a terrible, like, this is a, not a good idea. And Nikolai <laughs> tells him, well, I got a lot of bad ideas, so we just got to keep, like, Adric, now is not, read like, the room. Read the room. to the pile. Yeah. Let's go. We are in war. I don't know, like, whatever. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> um, and so Nikolai gives him the signal to go forward, mm-hmm. and um, the, fe- the squallers um, use the wind to use their powers to like kind of push back the tanks essentially yeah, pretty much. like that's cool heart renders give them cover while they go out and like expose themselves to the fearings um and then inferni <laughs> that makes me think of in braveheart where they will like drop their trowel and show their butts to the enemy as like because <laughs> they're not really exposing themselves yeah but that was funny because they were putting down the the spears anyway <laughs> that movie forever. um and then inferni use um the like flame on the burning tanks to build a wall of fire which i'm yeah. like that's cool <laughs> yeah. that's cool as shit yeah. um and so again all of the rabkins are wearing gas masks gas mm-hmm. masks um and then wait where are we and they like painted them yeah so cool so again representative of not just world war one world war two when they mm-hmm. dropped the bombs mm-hmm. um how they painted those on there painted things on there um cool. it reminded me of like a kabuki mask oh yeah really like very cool yeah um and so nikolai's there kind of taking everything he feels mm-hmm. the demon in him like wanting to like there's bloodshed happening yeah. i want i want a piece of this action <laughs> let me in let me let in put coach. me in coach <laughs> <laughs> Nikki's like, no, Nikki. <laughs> Nikki, I told you no. Nikki, you're not ready. You're not ready yet, Nikki. <laughs> um, and Tolia puts oh. his hands out, uses his powers, and kills some Fjordans by um, 
popping their hearts. Yeah. Like, not just crushing, pop, because it says bursting. It just, boop. Like a gusher. <laughs> it's like a, um, like, what is the, not the wrapping, the bubble wrap, bubble wrap. Ooh. It's like, boop. Yeah. Um, Got your heart. <laughs> um. And so the tanks are still coming in towards them, and they're like, oh, no. There's a really big one. There's a huge tank that's coming towards them. The mine isn't stopping it. Um, And Nikolai's wondering, did Zoya, like, succeed? Is she coming to help us? Like, what's going on? Um, And he's also thinking, this is is it. Like, Like, this is is where everything changes. Um, And Toya's like, they're not coming. Nikolai's like, no, 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 no. They'll come. They have to. They have to come. Um, Mm -hmm. And... This tank stops and opens it like a hatch, yeah. and there's soldiers inside. But it's Grisha on Perem. So terrible. And they were literally like being gassed in this tank to get loaded with Perem. Yeah. Um, and Nikolai's really worried about it. Nikolai tells everyone to get down. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Grisha, it's clear that it's a fabricator because the earth moves and creates like a crater. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not the time. Um, <laughs> um, and people are literally because people are crushed. No, literally. It's really um, so it's not great. And um, Nadia's like calling the squalors to help move everything. And she is going to like use, she's going to call everyone to use yep. their powers and attack and help the Rabkins. But then she's like, Amelia? She recognizes her friend. Yeah, she sees her friend and she's like in tears. Oh. And Tamar confirms that the girl they see who's on Perem was a fabricator and she vanished um, near Chernast. Um, And Nadia starts to go towards her and Tamar pulls her back. She's like, I'm not letting you go over there. Like, you can't help her. Um, And Nadia's like, no, but she's my friend. And Tamar tells her, she's like, I will put an axe in her heart before I let you go over there um, Mm -hmm. because you will die. Mm -hmm. And uh, Nikolai's like, okay, everyone, just hold on. Just hold on. And Tolly's like, I have a shot. I can kill her. And Adric's like, take the shot. And Nadia's like, I have to go get her. And Tamara's like, no, you can't. Nicola's like, everybody just shut up. <laughs> just shut up for a second. Let like, me think. Please. It doesn't have to be this intense. <laughs> um, and he's just like willing whatever they're waiting for to come. And then they hear the hoof, hoof. Um, and everyone looks to the sky. And they see these big airships. But it's the Zemini. Um, and it was like, oh my gosh, they came. <gasps> Tolia, you owe me an apology. Um, <laughs> it's like, like okay. Um, and so Nikolai notes that he had known Zoya's mission, like diplomatic talk with mm-hmm. the Kirch was not going to go well, but they needed to put on a facade to s- mm-hmm. show that they were desperate and that they had no allies. Mm-hmm. Um, and Nikolai also notes, he's like, I gave the Kirch what they wanted. I gave them the um, tools the for submarine. the Ismarcia, the underwater battleship, um, but so they could disrupt the Zemni trade, which the Kirch are like, we stay neutral, but we're going to just... But we're also going to use U-boats to bomb trade routes. Yeah, so we can fix the stock. That's for the economy. It blows the economy not boosts um look i don't know a lot about stocks but i know that much no No bueno except if you're kirch um (laughs) it's like the great depression you know yes a few the wealthy a few of the wealthy got really 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 wealthy Mm -hmm. and most everyone else suffered so um but uh so nikolai knows that he had given the kirch the um uh directions or like plans for the ismarcia 
Um, so they could disrupt the Zemini trade routes, but he went to the Zemini and said, here's um, my plans for the airships. Here's a Zeppelin. Uh, the Kurds are going to bomb y'all, so um, you might want to go fly. Um, <laughs> and so the Zemini put, like, empty ships yeah. in the trading lanes. Well, they just, like, emptied out the ships. Um, there was no product. There was no people on the no, ships, and was, they were all bombed. It was just bombed. a steering wheel, like – put in place yeah it was like oh nikolai told him hey you guys need to evacuate and they said okay we will mm, um yeah. but we're going to make them feel like they succeeded mm-hmm. um and uh which i'm like oh man that's Sorry. so cool because you're you're reading the last few chapters you're like oh my gosh they're doomed no, no they no, got the zemini um and uh nikolai oh this was almost my quote um this quote really good yeah i wrote down Quote, Ravka had kept its word and delivered exactly what the Kirch wanted, but not what they needed. Mm. Was that the one? Yep. Yeah. I was even going to tack the last sentence on, too. Oh, quote, that was a lesson Nikolai had learned from his demon. Mm. So good. Yeah, see it. Um, and Tamar tells him, the Kirch are going to be pissed. Um, he's like, he's, then be mad. Yeah. He's like, um, what, like, did you want me to just I sit here? everybody happy at yeah. the time. Um, and so Nadia calls for the squalors, um, and she's still crying. Um, and the Ravkin airships, um, they're like in the air, of course, and Grisha's soldiers on the ground and they, an antidote, um, or I'm sorry, the Zemini airships have start to distribute a cloud of like gray green Mm -hmm. dust. Um, and the squalors use it to go towards, to distribute it towards the Grisha on Perem, and it is the antidote. And it's like, if you, yeah, it's like, um, uh, in the Wizard of Oz when they look up Mm. and it's like, uh, which is asbestos, which that's a bummer. Um, (laughs) but if you don't think about that and just like the pretty falling particles, the Grisha on Prem Mm -hmm. look up and they're like inhaling it and tasting it. Yeah. It's like the first time they've ever experienced this sensation. Um, instant relief. Yeah. And then Tamar's like. Hey, yo, Come over on. here, Come on, over here. On the wrong side. Yeah. Um, and so the Grisha follow that. They listen and they go towards Nobody them. To yeah. And the Fjordans are like, get, get, get back, get back, mm-hmm. get back here. Hey, 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 you get your butt over here right now. It's like when uh, Duncan doesn't want to like come to me. <laughs> I'm like, come here. Come here right now. Um, Duncan is my dog. Um, he's a king. Yes. He he's an angel. Um, but like sometimes when we're outside of the dog park, I'm like, hey, come on, let's go. And he's like, hmm. Like, I don't want to. And I'm like, no, come on. And he's like. Suddenly, I can't hear. Oh, I don't. Hmm, I can't hear anything. I Mine cannot see. That. I have to sniff this tree that I've sniffed a hundred times. So busy. I'm really busy. They both pretend to hear something when uh, they're asked to lay down. Yeah. <laughs> you have seen Domino, too. They're that. like, oh. Where you like, lay down. And he's like, is someone at the door? Is someone? No. I don't. I can't see you. I'm, I'm going to break <laughs> eye contact. I don't know what you just said. I have plausible deniability. Yeah. So that's what's happening here. <laughs> um, and... Uh, Nikolai has the flyers ready to like attack the Fjordans who were like coming out to call the Grisha back to him. And they were, so the, the Fjordans had to retreat because of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and Amelia, the girl they know goes over to him. And of course, Nikolai just kind of like puts his, her arm around his mm-hmm. shoulders, to, like help her. And she's like, your, your majesty. Um, and he's like, yeah, Hey, how's like, it going? <laughs> <laughs> and so again, um, 
the Fjordans are retreating and we're not expecting the Zemini and they know that like, oh, th- like Nikolai realizes that this is going to cause some issues and some mm-hmm. some discussion between other countries mm-hmm. because no one had expected the Zemini to help the Rabkins. Um, and so he eventually he hands Amelia off to a healer and then tells Tolia, come on, because he wants to see it from the air. And yeah. so what you see is the battlefield. And I like how Lee Bardugo did, did this so yeah. you can see the full scale of it. Yeah. And there are people who are dead, unfortunately, mm-hmm. um, on both sides. Mm-hmm. Um, and he can see the gravity of what the Grisha on Perem did to the ground and how, like, crazy yeah. that is. Um, but... Uh, he even acknowledges what we were talking about. He's like, this is not yeah. what we're used to with warfare. Mm-hmm. This is something different. Yeah. Um what was it called? Uh, Trench warfare? Y- yes. That's, yeah. I guess modern war. Modern yeah. warfare yeah. is what it I was. Mean, yeah. It's like, it's, it's new. Yeah. Now and- um, and so Nikolai acknowledges, like, yeah, but now they can't rely on using their Grisha because we have an antidote. Yep, which yep. you're like, wow, how did that happen? <laughs> um, and so then they land, and a man named Callum Kirko, who is... Um, That's a Star Wars sounding name. I know. I love it. It's good. Um, and uh, he is clearly like a an official, a sergeant, captain, mm-hmm. whatever, with the Zemini. Um, and they have a really nice, like, welcome, I would say. Yeah, um, yeah. Because... Uh, Kirko is like, oh, your highness. And Nikolai's like, nah, I call, call me Nikki. It's your boy, Nikki. It's Nikki. Um, <laughs> and Nick, trained together. Yeah, Nikolai notes that he had trained with Kirko's family who, um, when he was learning about gunsmiths. And you're like, wait, um, is um, he um, the um, one um, who made Jesper's rifles? guns? They're not rifles, pistols. Yeah. Like, huh. Um, and Nikolai also notes that, of course, the Zemini improved on his, like, drawing mm-hmm. of the airships, which, uh, I uh, love it. Um, he thinks, and Nikolai thanks Kirko for coming. He's like, you gave us a sky. Like, this is, you know, the least <laughs> we can do. We can um, and so they're going to travel to a town called Polisnaya, which we've talked about before. Yep. Um, and Nikolai asked to see the antidote. And so, um, like, how much they have of it. And it's less than they were expecting. Mm-hmm. And Kirko acknowledges that. But he's like, it takes a lot more Jurda mm-hmm. um, to make the antidote than it does to make Perem. Mm-hmm. And he's like, it's it's kind of like depleting our field. So hopefully, hopefully you have something. And so the fabricators, are, of course, are going to work on sustainable farming. Yes. Um, but we learned that the formula for the antidote had been made by David and uh. Kuwait, um, and that they figured out how to do it because of a young boy from Novia Zem who had a far- grown up on a farm. And it's Jesper. it's Jesper. If we go back to Crooked Kingdom, remember when uh. Jesper told him how um, moms would the put stock. the sap from the um, like the stalk of the Jurda plant on baby's gums to keep them calm so they wouldn't be, uh. so they wouldn't um, they would get worked up. Yeah, because it's a stimulant. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they used to, <laughs> I'm going to cry. I know. I literally wrote just for my beloved in the <laughs> captions and the captions and in the margin. I love it. Um, and I love how it's just like sprinkled in there too. Um, because if you didn't read Kirk of Kingdom, like you like wouldn't know. Miss yeah. Anything, but it makes it so much richer. Mm-hmm. Um, and so again, they're like talking about how much it takes and how all that's happening. And then also Kirko tells him, oh, by the way, BT dubs, um, we've had like two crazy things happen where mm-hmm. like 
the fields just kind of die. Like, don't know what's going on there. Um, and Nikolai tells him, yeah, yeah, it's, it's happened here too. Like our fabricators are working on it. If I have any info, I'll let you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, Kirko's like, it's, it has to do with the full, doesn't it? And they're like, yeah. Um, so, um, they're like, okay, well, moving on. Um, and Kirko tells him that the Kurch aren't going to be happy and that, mm-hmm. you know, they're, they're going to face like, um, what is it called? Uh, um, retaliation yes retaliation from them because of how they helped the Zemni and he's like mm-hmm. you know they were willing to attack our ships um, without even having um, to raise like to call war so um, call war see what happens Let's just see. do it um, and then Kurgo tells him Nikolai can like please end, end this and don't let it drag out yeah and show that um, the Lansoff pretender is a liar um and that you're the one who needs to, that you're not a bastard, quote, you must prove you are not a bastard and that you're fit to sit that throne. And he's like, Nikolai's thinking, <laughs> well, uh, one out of two. I love that. One out of two ain't bad. Not bad. <laughs> and that's the end of chapter six. <sighs> and on chapter seven, it's Nina's it's chapter. Nina's chapter. This is, it's, um, this one's okay. Yeah. This one's okay. <laughs> Jordan and I were talking and we were like, you know, Nikolai and Zoya's chapters in this are so much better the second time they are reading it. They're very good. Nina's just, you know, you know. Um, And so it starts again with "Hello, Nina," and Nina's like, "Oh no, it's it's Mila." Sorry, Mila. Mila. That is kind of funny. No, no, it's pronounced Mila. (laughs) Meteor. 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 It's my That's favorite TikTok. I love it so much. Um, but the well mother's like, hello, Nina. She's like, no, no, no. Mila. Mila. <laughs> <laughs> and the well mother, like, is a Grisha. Yeah, she uses her powers to, like, flicker a candle. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, you see now, I'm like you. And Nina's like, oh, you're a Grisha. And then the well mother gives the secret code, and we learn that the well mother is actually. Um, She's a spy, uh, a Ravkin it. spy, and has we learned that she's been undercover for 13 That's years. Wild. And that Tamar is the one who said, saw the opportunity at, um, I always want to say it's Galawful, but I know that's not Gothal. At the place that they were before. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but also, um, the well mother speaks to Nina in Ravkin, and Nina's like, has Ugh. tears in her eyes because it's been so long since she's spoken Ravkin to mm-hmm. anyone. Um, and so the well mother tells her, or the spy mm-hmm. uh, tells her, she's like, the king says thanks, um, and he's like, really grateful for the information you sent. Mm-hmm. Um, and Nina's like, wait, what's going on? Um, and she again explains mm-hmm. like that she's a spy. She's been there for thirteen years, and it was Tamar who like decided yeah. to put her in this position so she could talk to Nina, um, or to be the well mother. Um, yeah. And Nina asks, do you ever? miss Ravka and she's like every single day but I have a cause just like you do and reading this for the second time again I was like she's never going back the worst thing she could have said I was like she's never going back she's never going back um and uh she also notes that she can you pause it yeah sorry y'all there's someone outside Jordy's apartment being loud. loud. Um, 
So uh, they're talking, and the well mother's like, oh, I had a cause. Like, yes, I miss it, but I know. Um, And she also tells Nina that the word about the saints is spreading, that the girls in the convent talk about it. And Nina's like, do you you punish them? She's like, absolutely, I do. Yes. Um, That only makes them more fervent. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And uh, then... Nina asks her a question. Um, she's like, oh, I'm so I'm not in trouble. <laughs> and the well mother spy slash spy is like, oh, Zoya said you would ask that. Um, <laughs> to say that, yes, you are. <laughs> you are in so much trouble. <laughs> um, and Nina laughs or holds back a laugh. Mm-hmm. And she asks how Zoya is. Um, and the spy is like, she's mm-hmm. she's really good at what she does, yeah. <laughs> essentially. And she also asks about Adric and Leonie and learns that they're both at the little palace together. Um, that makes her happy. Yeah. But I'm also, I also bet that she feels sad because she's like, they're at the little palace and she's like, I could be at the little palace. Mm -hmm. That's her home. That is where her home is. She could be there. (sighs) Um, And the uh, well mother slash spy is like, this is great. I have a mission for you um, from the king. Mm -hmm. A message uh, from, from the king. king. A message there are, from the king. So there are several things in here I that know. are very, this, this Hamilton section, coded. very Hamilton coded. I, like, you said that, but I was thinking it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad. It was like, look, you broke orders and we didn't want you to, but since you're here, we're going to take advantage yeah. of you. Um, and then we jump forward and Nina's talking to Hannah and Hannah's like, What? Um, she also gave her confession to this person. That's what was really funny to me. She was like, then who did I just confess to? And she's like, oh, a spy. What'd you tell her? Oh, just a few things. She made up, like, eating too many sweets, saying curse words on Christmas. And Nina's like, okay, great. And Hannah's like, but what if I had told her about something so, else? Something. I literally wrote, bruh, <laughs> next to that. I'm like, okay. And Nina's like, like, what? Yeah. And Hannah's like, no, nothing, nothing. Bro. Anyway, what does she want? <laughs> what? You know, I Hannah's like, uh, Ravkin spy in my ice court? <laughs> in my good beard and confessional? It's more likely than you think. <laughs> it's weird that it's happened twice now. <laughs> I have two nickels. It's weird that it's happened It's only twice. happened once. It's only happened once um, that we're aware of in this book. So far. Allegedly. Um, and uh, so the well mother tells her, uh, or sorry, we learn that the well mother told Nina mm-hmm. um, that her mission is to find out where the letters from Tatiana Lansov are being kept, mm-hmm. um, which is Nikolai's mom. His mommy. Um, and to uh, get close to the pretender and to find out a way not to kill him, but to like discredit, discredit him, which is worse. <laughs> Defamation. Yeah. Uh. Ew. <laughs> kill me. One's a felony. No. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm not in law school yet. I don't know which one's a uh, misdemeanor or felony. Also, I don't want to do criminal law. So Also that. Also that. Anyway, moving on. I'm a little panicked <laughs> if fine. y'all can't You're tell. Um, and then Hannah's like, can't we just kill him? Yeah. And Nina's like, what? Oh. Uh, mm. Hmm. Huh. Interesting. Um, and then Hannah asks Nina if Nikolai is really a, quote, bastard. Um, and Nina's like, I don't know, but um, that's not my job. <laughs> and uh, I think Nikolai should leave. So, mm-hmm. um, and so they're talking. We find out the pretender's name is Vadik Demidov. Doug Demidov. Of the Dimsdale Demidov. You knew that's what I was thinking. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what Every I was thinking. So time. it's funny. Um, they're like, well, if, if it might not 
keep Nikolai on the throne, but if it shows he's a pretend, like this guy's a pretender, then it, it gives him more credit. Yeah. Um, and they're thinking, well, how are we supposed to do that? Because like, even though Brum is high up in the Driskela, um, like only, Car- I was going to call him Carl, only, <laughs> <laughs> only, actually we've been saying Jarl, it's probably Jarl. It probably is Jarl. Jarl and Ilva. Yeah. Jarl and Ilva, Bram. We play a little fast and loose with the J's and the Y's in, in this world. Yeah. Because there's Jarl Bram with a J, but then there's Yuri with a Y. Yeah. I think That's true. are correct. I don't know. I like I'm that. also Mexican, so I'm like, ha, Harold. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, ma'am. I, I think either are correct. Take it with what you will. Carl um, Bram. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Jarl and Ilva... Because they are, like, high up and mm-hmm. married to someone who's important, whatever. Mm-hmm. They sometimes will dine and socialize with, like, people of higher mm-hmm. ranks and aristocrats. But how are Hannah and Nina supposed to do that? Mm-hmm. And Hannah stands up and is, like, pacing the room. And Nina's looking at her like, hmm. Mm, pretty. <laughs> Girl, you just buried the love of your life one book ago. Be so for real. I, I know. <laughs> And uh, Nina asks her what, what she's doing. And Hannah's like, I have an idea. And Nina's like, okay, what, but what is it? And Hannah immediately does not tell her anything. She's like, mom, oh, come over here. Literally, her parents are like in bed. And she's like, mama. And Ilva, I love Ilva. She's a I sleigh. love Ilva. And she's again, so cool. I love that Lee Bardugo included that Ilva is Hedjet, which mm-hmm. is supposed to be like the native um, feared in. So yeah. in comparison, like, native indigenous i'm sorry mm-hmm. indigenous population of like norway yeah. is what it would could be akin to yeah. um and how her mom has like darker tan features because mm-hmm. she's part of this indigenous tribe i'm like oh, oh i, I love, love um and so eva comes in she's like oh, what's wrong honey why are you so up, oh my gosh it's so it's so late what are you doing girly pops <laughs> <laughs> that's what she said quote <laughs> she said that um and Hannah's like, well, mom, the well mother got me thinking. Um, I want to enter your Yannick. Jerjonic. 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 It's spelled J-E-R-J-A-N-I-K. I feel like your Yannick. I think it is your Yannick. See, again with the J's. your Yannick. Your Yannick. Kind of like Reykjavik. Oh, yeah. Or Ragnarok. And both both Ilva and Nina are like, huh? And so we learned that that word means heartwood, and it's essentially... It takes place during the winter vest- festival, mm-hmm. Vinitskaya. Sure. Or Vinitskala. I don't know. I don't know, man. <laughs> I see the double L and I want to be like Kaya. Yeah. Well. well, that's my name. So I know. So I'm like, that's not right. Yeah. Um, and it's in reference to Jell's sacred ash and yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. It's essentially um, being presented into society yes. that a woman, a young woman is open for marriage. It's like a debutante ball. Yes. Yes. Um. Hannah's going to be the diamond of the season. Yes. Um, when is that? And it's like six weeks of of, world, of balls and parties, and mm-hmm. um, by the end you should, you know, be married. You should have a husband. Um, see, this reminded me. I was like, ugh, I did cotillion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which, I, the picture, it was 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Or over 10 years ago, because I... I'm 27. No, it was 10 years ago because I was seven. Yeah, I was 17 when I did oh it. It was my, my junior year. Um, and my dress was so pretty and it was so much fun. It was so pretty. Um, but I'm like, good Lord. Um, 
down with the patriarchy, down with misogyny. I just smashed my finger. Oh, I'm Ow. sorry. I like dropped my, I was moving my leg and uh-huh. I dropped it on my finger, Ooh. but it's my ankle bone. So it got between my ankle bone and the chair. I'm so sorry. So I'm in a lot of pain right now, but it's Ouch. okay. We're going to move forward. Ouch. I can't. Whew. You're so strong. <sighs> okay. Ouch. Thank you so much. It hurts. It hurts. Um, So anyway, uh, Hannah's like, I'm going to be the diamond of the season. Pretty much. Um, I am a gentleman. (laughs) Oh my gosh, we started watching Broadchurch. I know. And it absolutely, it's like a a BBC Mm. murder drama. And it's kind of older. So like the whole whole first season, we're almost done. We're like, you're in that? You're in that? So Jonathan Bailey. Bailey. He is in it, absolutely fetal, like very small child boy. He's like in his twenties. No, and then David Tennant is in it. Olivia Coleman. Oh my gosh! Several people from Game of Games of Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. My brain. Crazy. Um, several people from Doctor Who. It's really cool. It was very. Just watch it. It's it's pretty good. Um. But Hannah's like, I need to enter into the marriage market. I need to prove, like, I, I, I'm broken of my wildness. Yeah, she's like, you know. I was very rebellious in the past, and I need to start thinking about my future. But this is where and, Ilva's such oh a my good gosh. mom. Ilva's like, like, you, you don't need to prove yourself. You don't need to do that. You've never wanted to be married before. Why? What's different now? Like, only do this if you want it. And I was like, wait, I thought you wanted me to find a husband. Like, I, oh. want, I thought you wanted me. And Ilva's like, I want you to be happy. Like, don't do this just to make us happy. Like, I don't and want you to even, be miserable. She's even like, I have a little money separate from your dad's yeah. that I have set aside. So she knows what's up. Yeah. You can go, like, back to, like, the head jet. We yeah. have relatives there. And you can live there. And like, Han- she's giving her an out. Yeah. And Hannah tells her, she's pretty much like, thank you so much. Dad would never forgive you, and you know what he would do. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to let you be hurt and be miserable for, at the sacrifice of my happiness. Yeah. Um, and uh, uh, Hannah tells her that she doesn't want to, like, part from her mom. She wants to, like, have a life together. With she wants, yeah. And Ilva's like, I want that too. Okay, then I'll join. I'll be the debutante. Um, and uh, then Ilva goes away, and Nina's like, hey, Hannah, you know that, like, this is permanent, right? Like, you know... If you get proposed a reasonable proposal, you have to say yes and you have like, to get married. Like they're going to make yeah. you get married. And Hannah's like, I'm not gonna get proposed to. Um, and Nina's like, Yeah, okay, but let hypothetical. But if you do, though, what if you do? And she's like, eh, I don't know. We'll get there when we get there. Pretty <laughs> much, nah. we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. Yeah. Um, and so preparations, um, they start to like get everything ready. Of course, the jewels mm-hmm. and the makeup and and the the uh, clothing and things like that. Yeah. And uh, Nina's having a lot of fun, and she notes that she missed the pomp and circumstance mm-hmm. and grandeur of it all. Mm-hmm. Um, she just she missed having fun. Yeah, and I starred this. I did. I did too. I'm like, no, you shouldn't have, bitch. Because she says sometimes she quote sometimes she wondered if she made a mistake leaving her friends in Ketterdam, and it's like you think you really, think? and she's like mm. she notes that she misses. Quote, Inej's stillness, Jesper's laughing, Wyland's sweetness, even Kaz's ruthlessness. I'm like... <laughs> and then she's like, you know what? If Kaz was here, he'd actually probably do everything I want to do in, like, 20 minutes. She's like, maybe it's a good thing he's not here. <laughs> I miss it. I um, here. And she, like, looks at her face, too. She's like, did I... Mm-hmm. Did she, like, I don't even recognize myself. No. But 
and that's like scaring her. She's like, should I have come? No. No, you shouldn't no. have done this. <laughs> the answer is no. No. Yet. Nine. <laughs> she's painted herself into a corner now, though. And so mm-hmm. she's like, I guess this is the rest yeah. of my life. No, it's not. It doesn't no. have to be. And Hannah's like, you're having fun, aren't you? And she's like, yeah, I am. And Hannah tells her that she wishes mm-hmm. um, that she could have fun. And Nina's like, well, you wanted to do this. Like, she's like, but I hate this. And Nina's like, what's there to hate? She, I don't get it. You have everything you could ever want. Um, and Hannah tells her, yeah, but it just feels even more wrong than normal. That's just... And Nina tells her that she's not, like, a little girl, that she's beautiful. Like, like Nina couldn't believe what she was hearing. Yeah. She's like, no, you're gorgeous. you're not hearing. Yeah, like, reading this back, you just realize how much they... So, Jordy and I were talking about this, and we've talked about this in previous episodes. So, what is happening right now is that... I'm not going to, like, go through the quotes, but what... is having a dysphoric episode. So, what is happening is that... Hannah is clearly uncomfortable and she's especially uncomfortable with these um uh what is it called um like typically yeah Yeah, typically feminine um activities like traditionally feminine yes traditionally yeah traditionally feminine gender expression and Nina's like no but you're pretty no but look at how good this looks on you and Hannah's like no I'm uncomfortable I felt Nina she's like how like she thinks it's a self-esteem issue she's like how could you not think you're beautiful and so I lost my train of thought. Um, so they don't know each other. Cause, yes, because Nina's like, "No, you're so pretty, babe," and Hannah's like, literally says, "You don't get it." So again, and Nina's what like, is no? I don't. So what is happening is uh, Hannah's clearly uncomfortable, and Nina's like, "Oh, why are you uncomfortable? Like you're so pretty. Like this looks so good on you." And Hannah's telling her, like, no, it just doesn't feel right. Like I feel even more unlike me with all of this on, um, mm-hmm. and she like shows nina that she can grow her hair out um because she's a go back just really fast to one part when you're done carry on i feel like we need to start this part over because it's very very clunky no you're so good we keep going back and forth that's okay okay that's part of the charm um so uh hannah tells nina that she can grow her hair out using her heart render powers Mm -hmm. and nina's like that's really impressive and hannah tells her that you know, she doesn't want her hair long, that Mm -hmm. she wants to keep it short because that's how she's more comfortable. And in this interaction, it is Mm -hmm. so clear that they are having this interaction because they don't know Mm -hmm. each other. Because Mm -hmm. if Hannah and Nina really knew each other, Nina would say, why don't, like, why do you feel uncomfortable? Like, how can we fix that? What, like, oh, you want to keep your hair short? Gender neutral slay. Like, once you're ready to express it more, which, because Hannah at this point, has not expressed that directly. And so right now it's gender neutral slay. Um, So uh, it's like they don't know each other and that's why she's having this. Um, Because like if Nina went to Matthias and was like, I don't feel comfortable with this, Mm -hmm. Matthias would be like, babe, why? Yeah. And they're just not doing that. And then it's just, it's, it's, it's clunky. Yeah. It's, it's 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 clumsy not the writing the interaction the interactions between hannah and nina because it's so clear that they don't know each other and reading it back with the point of view that yeah they don't know each other and that's why nina's reacting this way i'm like that makes a lot of sense yeah it's just i i go back to i wonder who lior diego did or did not talk to when she wrote this book because it's like I think Hannah in the scene is actually written 
really, really well. Mm -hmm. And I think that Nina is written pretty well. Like, I think the questions that Nina is asking and her, like, I don't get it. Like, um, reaction is not abnormal or wrong. But the the thing that I had with this book, because this is like, we saw a little bit of, of it in King of Scars, and then like, we're starting to get more of it um, in Roll Wolves because so much is crammed into this book, it doesn't really get to breathe. And I feel like there is almost like a fear or hesitation to say the thing outright because I can get the sense of like, I wonder if that's true though. I don't want to assume that. And also we have talked to, we have talked about it a lot before. So just note that moving forward, we'll comment on it in the moment, but we won't go as in depth as we are right now. I know. It's just, this is the scene that always like pops out to me when I'm thinking about how these things were handled in this book. And, like, again, I think it's it's really good. Like, Hannah is only vulnerable and open to Nina when her eyes are closed. Mm-hmm. Because Nina's putting the stuff on her eyes, like the eyeshadow, basically. And it's easier to be honest in that moment where she's not looking directly at Nina. And to say this, like, thing that's coming from a, a place of vulnerability. Because like, they don't know each other. No, but it's like, you know, do you know that, like, the only time I felt beautiful? And Nina's like, oh, when? Like, doing her makeup... And she's like, when I looked like a soldier, when we cut off all my hair. And Nina says, but you didn't look like you. But she, she says that. again, because she doesn't know she her. She doesn't know her. And, and when, actually, like, again, reading the reading this back, it's like, it is so clear that they don't no, know each other. Like, this conversation needed to happen way before they were doing all of this. Which mm-hmm. is part of, like, the appeal of pushing a, pushing a plot forward. But then Hannah being like, but I did for the first and only time in my whole life. And then Nina says, like, a really good, like, you're beautiful no matter what. And Hannah's like, you mean that? And she's like, I do. And then they have a pretty good conversation about, okay. like, Nina's original face. Yeah. So but moving on. Just, uh, <laughs> moving on. Um, I don't know. It's, it's we've We've hard. talked about it a lot. We, we can't dwell on it. Like, it's hard, it though. sucks. It but we've talked about it in, like, a whole bunch of episodes. Like, so. Just say the thing. Moving on. Um, Mort. Yeah. Uh, so Hannah tells Nina, she's like, oh, I've never seen your face. Do you miss it? And Nina's like, mm, I don't even know who I am anymore. Red flag. Let's let's talk about that like, more. <laughs> let's both only have one identity crisis at a time, please. Yeah. So it's like okay, uh, and Nina's like, I don't even know what I used to look like, girl. And then Ilva comes in, and uh, she's like, Oh, honey, looks so pretty. Da, 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 da. Um, and uh, Nina's like, I will get us out, both of us. Okay. You don't know each other. Chill. You like what they need. Whatever. Um, I'm done with them. <sighs> that's it that's it um and so they have the maidens walk it's like when the they're um, being presented when they're being presented and introduced to the royal family and um uh hannah has this like beautiful dress on she looks mm-hmm. stunning i would love to see this dress stunning. like actually like physically because it sounds beautiful mm-hmm. um and there's a whole bunch of people in this ballroom and prince rasmus is like sickly and they're like hmm wow he does not look great like <laughs> wow. great wow that boy coffin yeah um and uh they're in the ice court um and nina like knows like where the three skeleton trained and like where she has been before and hannah's like ah, everyone's staring at me i'm too old for this and nina's like well i mean kind of but she doesn't actually <laughs> nina um assures her that she's not and like She's not, but, like, but she kind of in this time, in this society, she is. Yeah. She's, like, a spinster and is, like, I'm so young and fresh and I'm going to introduce myself mm-hmm. to society. 
Um, because most like, of what nineteen, twenty. Yeah, but she should have done it at eighteen. Yeah. So or I do. She's probably like twenty. I'm gonna say twenty one. Yeah, because there's because yeah. there's yeah because she's was been 18 in but she's been in the kingdom she's been in the convent for a while yes, and there's a time skip between yeah. the duology and this yeah I think twenty twenty one yeah um, wow old yeah um, <laughs> one of my coworkers asked me if I was old enough to drink today lol that's funny <laughs> um, and uh, Nina makes a joke about like a warrior queen and how everyone else is just, just whatever and he was like ha 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 Mila that's so unkind she's like yeah but it's true <laughs> am, I <lying? laughs> am i lying am i wrong <laughs> you're gonna look at me and tell me that i'm wrong yeah. and then a oh, girl comes like... yeah a girl named brina comes up to hana is like oh my gosh do you remember me and hana does and she's like you were at the convent but wait were you supposed to be and then it just like trickles off and you're like mm-hmm. huh where is she supposed to be <laughs> um and so only the debutantes are like in the processional um and so mila or nina and ilva go over with brum and they're standing next to like one of his druskela comrades whatever his name is redvin and uh nina loves making him uncomfortable i'm like that's kind of funny um and brum gives nina like a drink and starts talking to her and literally flirting with her in front of his wife which is disgusting um and nina wonders like is she just does she is she willingly ignoring this like mm-hmm. does she know she has is to know like yeah. yeah um and every time uh brem is like oh like where do your thoughts carry you oh would you deny me he says quote it is what i wish would you deny me because he's like oh we need to get you finer clothes like, you um feel pretty too right and she is think she thinks quote i would push you into the seat and do a jig as you drowned mm-hmm. slay literal slay this time um and he like looks her up and down i'm like he's like she's literally the age of your daughter like that is disgusting um and so nina's like i hate this but whatever it takes to find uh doug (laughs) dimidome and for brum to die and nina acknowledges she's like i because she knows that she wants brum dead Mm -hmm. and she knows that she's gonna have to sacrifice her relationship with hana for that to happen she's like that's fine that's cool which also, I'm like, again, reading this for the second time, I'm like, they didn't know each other. It's not an actual relationship. It's trauma bonding mm-hmm. is what it is. They're Pretty both, much. yeah. Um, and so they're going back and forth, whatever. And Ilva's like, they're starting. Um, and so Nina's looking around the ballroom and just, like, trying to gauge everything. And she sees Prince Rasmus, and she's like, yo, that guy's sick. Yo, not in a good way. Yeah. <laughs> He's sickly. Not sick, haha. Sick tuberculosis. <laughs> Not sick, haha. Sick. <coughs> <laughs> honestly. Honestly. That boy ain't right. Um, He's not long for this world. Yeah, and Nina's like, yo, is this prince, like, gonna die? Like, he looks not good. <laughs> and Brum's like, yeah, no, he's been sick every day of no, his life. Brum's like, it's like... Um, for once i agree with Brock. no literally like he reminded me in that part of like in the adam's family movie where she's like i'm the victim here and wednesday's like every day of your life <laughs> like, uh and was like yeah he he's a little petty yeah he's like no one wants to lead him or no one wants to follow him into battle like he can't do anything and ilva's like he survived a sickness like it's a blessing that mm-hmm. he's still with us um and brum and redbin kind of have like a look they with each other like, a little, like, mm. 
if you say so. Mm-hmm. And Nina's like, oh my gosh, are they going to like overthrow the mm-hmm. prince? Like what? Um, and so then they go over back to the debutante um, like presentation and mm-hmm. um, the prince like scoops up some water from the fountain, the well, whatever, yeah. and gives it and the women drink it and they're like, eh, whatever. Um and so uh, Nina's looking around again, and she sees the guy who sh- is, has to be Demidov because um, he has a sash mm-hmm. that has that's the color of the Ravkin sash, and it has the double eagle on it. And she's mm-hmm. pissed at that. She's like, uh-uh. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she keeps looking, and there's a pair of eyes looking at her, and she's like, Bleh! Jump scare. And it's who else? Rat. Yeah, who else would we, <laughs> we just go at? I mean, it's multiple people, but it's the opera, and he's there, and he's like looking at her, and she just continues on. She's like, ew, 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 ew. So um, I'm like, could you imagine like no. being in a super crowded room and like seeing him and like making <laughs> eye contact with him? <laughs> I feel like no matter where I was, I would still feel like I could smell him. I know, I know. I like read this, and I thought I could smell him. No, literally, I'm like that's I'm disgusting. Like, there he is. Ew. Um. And Ilva's like, oh, Nina, it's time. She looks beautiful. And again, I really want to see this dress because it's described as, quote, a high-necked gown Mm -hmm. of copper beads and long streams of rosy river pearls. Like like a flapper dress almost. Yeah, but long and, like, high. It would look really good on my skin, not Mm going to lie. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I want to see it. Um, And uh, Ilva tells Nina that a word in in Hejet that means it's, Oh yeah, it means wolf blooded and how it's how someone's out of place. Mm -hmm. And she kind of calls Hannah that. And Nina's like, "That's not really a compliment." And Ilva tells her like, "She's she has a place to belong now." Mm. Um, And so Hannah goes up to the prince and she reaches for the cup and takes a a sip. And then the Mm -hmm. prince keeps coughing and coughing and (laughs) falls into her arms. And everyone's like, "Oh my gosh!" Bummer. Bummer. Anyway. Um, it's like, uh, oh, you know, it's like Alexi, um, the uh, hemophiliac mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, from the, mm-hmm. what's her last name? The SARS, um, I Anastasia. You. It's from Anastasia, but I, I it, mean, it's also not, real I was life. like, it's not from Anastasia. It's, it's, his, it's history. Um, oh my gosh, what I is her name? Romanov. There it is. Mm-hmm. So that's the end of chapter seven on to chapter eight. Chapter eight's in Nikolai's point of view. Uh, oh my gosh. What a relief. And, well, <laughs> we know what's about to happen. <laughs> um, and so uh, they deliver the antidote to Polisnaya, um, and say good, they say goodbye to the Zemini and um, Adric, Nick, or I'm sorry, not Adric, Nikolai, Tamar, Tolia um, get on horses to ride back to Osalta. Um, and they're like, well, one fire is kind of out. Now we gotta go deal with the shoe. We got a wedding coming mm-hmm. up. Okay, one country down. Let's go to the next. Um, and uh, um, he's like thinking of how he's going to spin this and how he's going to play it. Um, and then all of a sudden, um, <laughs> he said, "It's oh my." Uh, he's like thinking about how he's going to play this, like what he's going to do, what his next plan is. And he senses Zoya. (sighs) Oh my gosh. And he knows that like whatever happened on the fold connected them. Sure. Sure. That's what it is. Oh, this was actually almost my quote. Um, Oh my gosh. I have to just, 
Yeah. Quote, yet the sight of her struck like a sudden change in weather, a drop in temperature, the crackle of electricity in the air, the feeling of a storm coming on. The wind lifted her, her black hair, the blue silk of her kept a whipping, whipping around her frame. Like, he just sees her. Uh, but Zoya just has, like, an ever-flowing gust of wind, like, like, pushing her hair back. Just like with the fans on the stage. Yes. That, ugh. Incredible. I know that they have a hairline, and I have yes. stuff from their hairline, and it's fabulous but i need i just need them to do my hair just, just once, once just once just once would be please, enough forever please jbn please i just ask because i mean their hair looked fab it was like a literally perfect for like an entire show on stage under were, the like, hot lights running around yeah the whole time i'm like mine didn't look that good and i was just sitting in no, the audience i was definitely rumpled after sitting slay okay. um but uh so nikolai's looking at zoya and Tamar, Tam, you know it's bad for you know Tamar. Bad like, She's like, hey, yo, bro, um, you got love in your eyes. You look like a lovey dovey. Uh-huh. And uh, Toya's like, yeah, she knows because that's the way she looks at her wife. And Tamar's like, yeah, she's but, my but wife. But married to her. Um, but Zoya is not Nikolai's wife. And Nikolai's mm-hmm. like, I'm, I'm, I can hear you guys. I'm right here. Um. And he's like, oh, I'm really glad to see my general. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> sure. Sure, bud. Sure. Um, and he's like, okay, I like she's my general. That's why I'm excited to see her. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm glad she's safe. Like, she succeeded. Mm-hmm. He's like, but damn, she's wearing that, that blue yeah. ribbon in her that hair again. Styling blue ribbon. <laughs> like, ugh. Uh, and... Uh, so Tamar brings up the assassin. She's like, yo, I heard someone tried to kill you. And Zoe's like, yeah. Yep. And. Um, <laughs> it's Tuesday. Yeah. And she notes that they sent the guy off to Osalta for questioning. Um, and Nikolai calls in for a horse um, mm-hmm. so Zoya can ride back with them. Um, and so they they all know, like, whatever reprieve they have right now, it's not going to last. And so they need to, like. Yep. continue and zoya tells nikolai that he needs to press on um and take um advantage of this advantage mm-hmm. and nikolai's like no we i mean we literally can't right now we don't have the manpower yeah, we don't have means. yeah um but you know maybe now they'll think a yeah. little bit um and so uh, they also note that the Fjordans tanks are like better than what they've been able to build and yada, yada, yada. So they talk warfare. Yeah. Boring. <laughs> give me, give, give me, me the, the ribbon. <laughs> give me the ribbon. <laughs> um, like you, do you see this? I like underlined all this and then I'm like, <laughs> anyway, anyway, warfare. Ugh, I have a political science degree. That's not a big deal. Um, I took a class on it. Like, ugh. Um, boring. <laughs> um, and they, Nikolai is also like, yeah, we're out of money. So, um, yeah. whatever, whatever. It's, like, it's going to have to be mm-hmm. okay. Um, and, uh, they all, so at one point, um, the, they ask like, okay, well, if the Fjordans do something, like, are the Kurds going to side with the Fjordans or like, are they going to stay quote neutral? Mm-hmm. That's actually not a quote, but that's a quote no, from the Kurch being like, like, oh, we're, we're neutral. We, we don't get involved in petty matters. Except you blew up. Except sh- you do. Yeah. You blew up an entire country's ship fleet. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, that's dramatic. That's pretty involved to me. That's just us. That's just us. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. We didn't cover that in my political science class. 
Actually, no, we did. That was Pearl Harbor. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, except, I'm just... <laughs> Agent Orange. <laughs> You're going to have to cut this. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Y'all, it's been a long, a very long week. It's only Tuesday. Women, it's February. Yeah, except yeah. I worked till five and then I had a presentation so after work and then I had read the book and then I came over here. So I'm a little tired. So excuse my filter. Um, I don't mean like I'm just bringing up historical it's events. Giving, it's giving context. I'm not giving any anything else. Um, so anyway, they're like, yo, what the Kurt's going to do? Um, <laughs> like, I don't know. And so he's like, split. bro, IDK, um, some people are going to be like, yeah, we're going to back the fear. And some other people are going to be like, nah, we're neutral. Um, and uh, they're like, well, they're going to be pissed. And it's like, oh, whatever. Nikolai's like, I didn't lie. I didn't lie to them, which he didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then they talk about the Demidov, and they're like, well, is he actually a Lansov? And they're like, maybe. I don't know. Not who's to say? Um, Hard to say. And they bring up the termite Nina, and Nikolai notes that Zoya's, like, pissed. So mad. Because, because she said she should stay here. And he's like, no. He's like, no. But they needed her over there for they this. Did. I'm like, okay. Um so they go back and forth and yada, yada, yada. And it's like, eh, could he be a Lansov? I don't know. It's maybe. Possible. It's also um, possible that he's not. Yeah. And so they eventually make their their riding and they go into Osalta and get to the little palace. Um, as they're dismounting their horses, they hear a pop. And they're like, get down. And Nikolai shoves the guy who's getting the horses behind him. I'm like, king, king, literally. Um and uh, they're like, what's going on? Like, we need to get Nikolai out of here. And Nikolai's like, absolutely not. Nope, nope we're um, And then all of a sudden, the Taver Guard are on the steps. All 11 of them with Avery. Um, when previously, they were in prison. Yeah. Uh, and Avery's like, we're not going to be your prisoners any longer. We're not going to be. And Zoe's like, so the relationship's going well. I see. <laughs> she's been receptive to your advances yeah which i think is so funny because zoya never would have said anything like that before mm-hmm. like having a relationship with nikolai and she did it in the last book too mm-hmm. with the the spider remember oh, he's yeah. like why is it scared well how did he get the tux how did he get the suit <laughs> <laughs> yes they go back um, and forth it's nice and nikolai asks Avery, okay where do you want to go she's like home he's like um so how did the go. yeah he's like that's not gonna happen also how did you do this um, and Nikolai's like, this is, he's thinking, this is the last thing I needed. No, like, like, we're about to have a, a world war. Like, I'm about to be up against all these countries. This is, was not on my bingo card today. <laughs> um, and, uh, he's like, okay, well, you can't expect to get home. Like, there's too much between here and Shuhan and she's like no yeah and she tells him oh no you're gonna give us transport he's like the hell I am Mm -hmm. um he's like but then he asks he doesn't actually say that but Mm -hmm. he's like okay but have I been cruel to you have I have I been mean well no Uh, and then the Tavergard look at each other they exchange a little looking yeah and the demon inside Nikolai like growls and Nikolai Mm -hmm. is like there's something I'm missing um and then Zoya's like what is that smell and Toya says he doesn't smell anything. And so Zoya uses the wind to blow mm-hmm. it towards her to smell it. And she's uh-huh. like, oh, my gosh. It's gas. Basically. It's gas. Their clothes are soaked. And so 
Nikolai's like, oh my gosh. And then Avery yells, like, let us go. Um, the queen is never going to stand for it. And then Nikolai's trying to get Avery away. He's like, no, hey, you ca- come here, come here. escape. Come on. Yeah. It's not what you think it is. And she's is. like, no, no, I'm never going to. But in Oof. that instant, the Tavergard um, lights. They self-immolate. Yeah. Oof. Like, flicks a something and lights. Yeah, they have a match. Yeah. One person lights herself, and then the rest of them just, just go up in flames because it's such a powerful accelerant. Oh my gosh. And because Aerie was close to them, like her skirt started to mm-hmm. light. Um, and they had put a little on the hem of her skirt. Well, no, I think it was because right. she was walking with them. That's oh, why. No. So I don't think they put it on her skirt. She yeah. was walking with them, and because they were covered in it, it got on the bottom of her skirt. Oh my because goodness. if you think of like a like so a traditional like. I'm just thinking, like, the, the Korean, what is it called? Like, the... Um, uh, oh, I know what it's called. They're it's so pretty. I can't remember. Yeah, they're... Oh, oh, um... Uh, I know it's I, I, Yeah, I, I don't want to get it wrong. They're so pretty. Really I love pretty. them. I... Oh, they're gorgeous. But, like, I think of, like, she's wearing one of those. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh, it's going to bother me. Um, she's, like, wearing one of those, and because it drags yeah. on the ground, it, like, caught the accelerant. Yeah. And so... Their aim was to kill themselves and her. Yeah. And so Nikolai pulls her... Because, again, it's such a strong accelerant in the matter of two mm-hmm. seconds. The top regard are literally burned and dead. Um, and Nikolai tries to pull her away, and he his arms get burned. Um, but Zoya, like, again, two sec Like, two seconds... Like- the Tavergard is yes. gone, and Zoya threw some wind at him, and the flame went out. But mm-hmm. it was, like, that bad that they were all burned. Yeah. And so Aerie's pretty badly burned, so he's like, oh, Aerie's- go get a healer. Nikolai's arms are burned from trying to pull her away. Like, triple messed up. Like, yeah. they got to put her in a coma. And Tamar's like, we should have just kept her in the dungeon. Why <laughs> <laughs> didn't we give her so much freedom? Yeah. Um, and so Nikolai is like, she didn't know. He notes mm-hmm. that the accelerant was only on her skirts like because she was around them. Um, she didn't know he saw it on her face. They're like, okay, well, what do we do now? And mm-hmm. Zoe's like, why would they do this? Mm-hmm. And Tamar says, quote, because they are Tavregard, because they serve their queen unto death, and Avery is no queen. Oof. And remember, Maki is, like, jealous of her, and Avery mm-hmm. was supposed to be queen, but the Tavregard listened to what the queen says. Mm-hmm. And their original mission mm-hmm. was a dual assassination. And that was the end of chapter eight. This is the beginning of chapter nine. And oh, like, oh, big, big bummer. 11 people are dead. Mm. Aries in a coma. Nikolai's burnt. Ugh. Ugh. But. Zoya's chapter. (laughs) 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 And so Nikolai's in, uh, or I'm sorry, Zoya's in Nikolai's room. And he Mm. is like on his bed. Um, Not Jordan. (laughs) I did not say a word. Your eyebrows were up your forehead. <laughs> I was not making any expression. <laughs> I was just sitting here dutifully reading. Don't gaslight me. <laughs> Don't not do like what they just mind. did. <laughs> One second. Oh, man. The brain cell is strong today. <laughs> um, so Zoya's in Nikolai's room, and he is on his bed being healed by healer. Um, mm-hmm. Because, again, he had, like, burns all over his arms. Yeah. And, Very bad. Yeah, and he's clearly in pain, and Zoya asks if they can give him any more, and the healer's like, yo, if I give him no, any more, man. he's going to be knocked out, and Nikolai's like, like, I don't want that. Don't do that, don't do that. And she knows why, because he had to, the, the demon. Um, and uh, so Zoya sits next to him, and she's like, you have to be still. It's going to, you know, it'll, it'll, be, it'll be better if you don't, if you don't move. Mm-hmm. And he tells her, don't go. Oh, my gosh. And he closes his eyes and grabs her hand. <laughs> 
And the healer's like, hmm? And she looks at him, and he's like, oh. Sorry. Um, and she may have, like, flashed the dragon. Um, eyes. And she's thinking, you know what? Let him talk. Let yeah, him talk. You know what? Gossip. <laughs> Let he him talk. <laughs> I have that dragon in me. <laughs> I got that dragon in me. <laughs> um, I got it? the dragon. Okay, see, I thought that, but then my mm-hmm. next thought, um, the what? American Dragon, Jake Long. Uh, mm. What is it called? That show was it Jake Long. Yeah, it American, was American Dra- Dragon, Jake Long. American Dragon. I don't know. It was good. Yeah, it was That's one of my favorite shows. Um, oh my gosh! And one of the first Asian protagonists in a Disney show. Oh wow! Carrying on. Um, and so Nikolai's like in and out of of it because he's being healed. And uh, Zoya's, like, goes to get him, um, like, a cold cloth, like, to help there the healer, so things, things like that. that a wet washcloth cannot fix. Yeah. Um, mm. And anytime she gets up and, like, lets go of his hand, he asks, quote, oh. where is my general? And she just <laughs> says, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here, Nikki. <sighs> oh, my gosh. Y'all, my heart is just, like, squeezing right now because oh it is – Gosh, it's so I weird. didn't even realize it. So we, everyone always talks about like the intimate moments between Kaz and Inej and how beautiful. Cause incredible. Because they are. They are. Be- like, I think that is my favorite intimate scene. Mm-hmm. And like, so it's good. like not inherently sexual at all. This is the same thing. Yes. Because we know Zoya. Yes. And how she would never do this. No. And it's like there is sexual tension between the two. <laughs> But that's not part of this equation. It's as simple as he needs her there. And because he does, she's going to be there. I'm going to be as sick. simple as that. I'm going like, to be sick. <laughs> it's so good. The frog. <laughs> I like, I like, my the heart is melting. out upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> my heart is like uh, melting. I thought you were checking your heart rate. Oh, No. <laughs> I just got a TikTok from Al. Oh, nice. Um, which on Sunday you'll see. Okay. And then, yeah. <laughs> okay. Ask me about it then. Okay. Um, so uh, Zoe is like, I, she, she knows that she needs to go back to the little palace. She needs to go check on Avery. She needs to make a plan. She needs to talk to Tamar. Oh, um, he's just so open. He's just a man right now. Yeah. And so as she finally gets up to go, oh. she, he says, don't go. He's half asleep. She's like, no, I, like, I'm gross. I have to go get ready. Um, oh, my gosh. And he, oh my gosh. So <laughs> he says, quote, you smell like wildflowers. You always do. What can I say to make you stay? And she's thinking, like, oh. any if if it was more, if we were different if we were people, we if you weren't a king, if I wasn't a soldier, like, oh there wouldn't be a question of if she would stay. Ugh. Um, and so she goes over to him and, like, she moves the hair from his face. Literally so, ugh. And kisses his forehead and says, quote, I would stay forever if I could. And she's like, he's not going to remember. Okay, bet. Okay. He, re- mm. he don't remember. I, like, don't even remember if he remembers, but. I don't even know either. But like, there's know, no way. You know it's, But. Uh, <laughs> it's, uh, I'm going to cry, y'all. It's so good. Like, I literally it's can't. so good. I can't. Like, they're the only people, the only people who ever see either of their true authentic yeah. selves is each other. Mm-hmm. Because they both have to put up a front with mm-hmm. everybody else. Mm-hmm. Ugh. And she tells him she would stay forever. <sighs> oh, my gosh. Um, and she's back in her room. <laughs> and this is a few hours later, and um, there's her room is, like, full of people. With so David's, yeah, David's there, and Nadia's there, and Jenya's there, and Tamar's there, and they're drinking. 
because um, it's been a it's been a day. It's, uh, it's been a day that yeah. they need a drink. And Jenya's lying next to Zoya and is like has designs for the wedding gown. She's like, "Is this too much?" And Zoya's like, "No, the more the merrier." Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, they're like, "Oh well, I w-. Jenya tells her, you know, I wish we could have this ceremony in the gardens." And Nikolai's like, "Free during and the freeze? winter, everyone would freeze." He just strolls in, fine, like normal, like he's healed. Um, and, uh, Zoe's like, mm, maybe you shouldn't have wine. He's like, okay. Like, you're not wrong. No. But. She has tea. Yeah. Um, so you can jump ahead. Sorry, guys. I, like, I actually skimmed from this part forward. Um, yeah. but Jordy read it. So Jordy's gonna take over. No, so he had no tea. And just for a fun little Jordy anecdote, one time I accidentally took a muscle relaxer and forgot I did that. And then took two melatonins an hour later. <sighs> And my heart rate got very low, and I slept really well. But and it's I, like 16 candles I when she takes the muscles collector. It was really bad, because I was having a bad pain day, and I had forgotten right. all of the things I had taken. Um, so that's why he shouldn't do that. But, but also, real quick, do we think he walked into her room, like, just with pajama pants and a robe? I hope he did. Probably not. But knowing him, it's probably like a three-piece, like, matching yeah. set. Like, embroidered. It's got his initials on it. It's got the oh. monogram. But... They're just chilling. They're having fun. Uh, David and Nadia are working on some calculations for launching things. And Nikolai's like, how's that going? And David's like, not well. And he's like, why? And he's like, because I keep getting interrupted. (laughs) (laughs) Which I love. Uh, But they're kind of just going back and forth, like decompressing the whole day, wondering why Queen Maki would want to, like, pose the assassination attempt again. And Tamar explains it's like she's going to roll the dice and try to do whatever she can to depose Ari. And if she had act like succeeded, then we'd be at war on two fronts because there's no way that our word that she had that orchestrated would have held up against hers. And then that would have been two. And they already have a problem with the um, the top regard dying. Like that's 11 high-ranking, high-profile prisoners that are gone now. Uh, but they still are talking, like, about the wedding and just who's going to be there and what's going to go on and how um, the changes Maki has made in Shuhan about, like, her mom was really Grisha-tolerant and was starting to, like, mirror Ravka and Grisha rights, which is still, like, not great, but was yeah. better than where they were before. But we know Maki is, like... But Maki saw opportunity there. And so she started the Kurgood program. While her where... mom was still in power, remember? Yes. Like, underneath her mom... In secret. Um, and, like, we find out that the Kurgan aren't just, like, these mindless machines. Like, they're made that way through programming, and they're given an impossible choice of, like, you either do this or that's it. Like, you're going to die, we're going to... They have ways of controlling them. A lot of times it is twins that they split up, which is mm-hmm. terrible. Um, but it's a false choice. And then Toy and Tamar kind of compare it to what the Darkling did when he built the second army. And Zoya takes exception to that. She's like, that is not the same. Mm-hmm. Like, for some people, that was a refuge. But they were like, but also, like, they encouraged you to forget your family and where you came from, and they indoctrinated you. And Zoya's just thinking about her own life of, like, yeah, what would my life be like? I'd be married to a 70-year-old when I was a child. So, like, the second army had kind of saved Zoya, but she also recognizes it wasn't like that for everybody, and that what they're saying is fair, but she can't, con- like... It was her saving grace. She can't grace. reckon with it and with her own personal yeah. history because it is what saved her. Mm-hmm. But Toy and Tamar just kind of go back and forth of like, or just explain like, yeah, their that's, experiences. That's why we didn't stay in Shuhan. Our father promised our mother that we would have a choice, and so we that's why we grew up in Novi Zim, why we wanted to follow Nikolai, and 
all of that good stuff, but then uh, it's time to do a task. What dim task could this be? So she and Nikolai, she's like, she says, quote, we put this off long enough. And everyone's like, oh my like, gosh, finally they're like, going to kiss. <laughs> <laughs> now keys. But then Virginia's like, do y'all need some other people to go? And Zoya's like, thinking to herself she would love them all to go, but that these people are just as traumatized, if not more so, by what they're about to go do than she is. And so she's like, nope, we'll be fine. Um, besides, you need to keep designing your dress. Like, it needs a train. We don't want the shoe queen to think that we're peasants. Mm-hmm. And so they are making their way to an old zoo on the palace grounds, just Zoya and Nikolai. And <laughs> what Chatton. if we kissed by the old lion's cage? <laughs> what if we kissed by the lion's cage? And she's kind of thinking about, like, you know, why was there a zoo here? What were the animals in the zoo? Mm-hmm. There was, like, a polar bear uh, that escaped and had mauled three different keepers. And she's kind of like, I hope he's doing well. Like, same, Zoya. Like, same. literally, like, thinking of the animals that lived there. But now how it's perfect for their cause. Because there's an aviary, which is where birds are kept, which M will be far away from. Yeah, but <laughs> y'all, y'all know how I feel about birds. <laughs> They're kept up there because birds need a lot of open air and sunshine. So this is basically like a giant greenhouse cage. It's like, hmm. And it's lit what throughout. Could be in there? It's lit throughout the day. It is is in this this the light of the sun during the day, and during the night is lit by sun soldiers. Because this is the Darkling's prison. That would be my hell. <laughs> it would. would. That is actually. There's still bird poop in there. Like, they're just making him chill with it. I, w- I would just hold my breath until I pass just, out. That is a bad smell. I, I, like, that is the. I, you, I literally. I can't even talk. I've like little, I've had little lorikeets. Like, yeah, I've, I've been in aviaries before yeah. as well. And I. No. You're not I, mm, I'm, mm. I'm so sorry. Well, that's where the darkling is. Um, ugh, I'm like shaking. I like ugh. <laughs> that's me with geckos. Can't do it. Ugh, cannot. I'm scared they're gonna crawl in my mouth. Um, parent trap ruined that. One. Oh yeah. But it seems like the darkling when he came back didn't have any powers, but they're not taking any chances. Like all the doors and areas leading to the old aviary are like triple padlocked. There's an armed guard all the time. He basically has a spotlight on him all the time. And they're going to go talk to him because the fold, like these weird events that they're calling like the vampire events or things are just like cut down. <laughs> How long have you been yeah. a vampire event? <laughs> um, you know what I was saying. Are happening more frequently. Mm-hmm. And because he was the one who created the fold, like they have no choice but to go talk to him. And he's still like in Yuri's body. Oh my gosh, did I tell you? I saw a guy who I feel like is what Yuri would look <gasps> like. Yeah, I went and got my oil changed, and uh-huh. I was like, this, like, scraggly little 20-something, I don't know. Um, and I was yeah. talking to Cal about it, and I was like, you know what? Actually, it's exactly how I picture Yuri. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> I can see it. Not to be ugly. No, but he's, like, <laughs> tall and, like, little. Um, it, it's weird, because, like, his body now is something between what the what Uncle Alex's was and what Yuri's is. If I was the Darkling, I'd be pissed. I'd be really mad if I went from being Ben Barnes to Yuri. <laughs> Scraggly. <laughs> to Scraggly oil change guy. Um, but she's noting, like, he still looks kind of like Yuri, but he has long black hair that's, like, straight now and not, like, kind of curly like Yuri's was. And he has his, the Darkling's iconic slate gray eyes. 
Of course he does. Of course. And he's also only wearing pants. Because he's like, it gets hot out here with the sun and with the constant light and everything. And so he's like, like, cover your shame, jackass. So... (laughs) Grow up. Grow up. You're a few hundred year old, years old. Grow Maybe up. Like, stop. Just stop. Mm-hmm. So she um, notes, like, she's still having trouble separating Juris's consciousness and the dragon's consciousness mm-hmm. from her own because she's seeing a view through the Darkling's, like, cage. Because it is, like, it's glass of the town. And she's like, oh, I've, I've flown over this before. And she's like, no, I haven't. The dragon did. And she's Which, like, that's crazy. I love it. And mm-hmm. the dragon had a name, but only it knew its own name, which I love. Slay. And she's like, she feels like she can remember it, but she can't quite, and it's on the tip of her tongue. And, it, mm-hmm. and like, she just, she's pissed instantly. Going into this interaction, she's in a bad mood. And the Darkling is, like, wanting to, to chat and to make them feel bad. And she has this kind of extrasensory perception because of her bonds, like, with Juris. And she can feel how angry and resentful the Darkling is. And she's like, keep your emotions to yourself. I don't want this. And Juris is like, but you could learn. What could you learn if, like, you opened yourself up to this ability fully? And she's like, I am sick of this shit. I don't need a whole audience in my head all the time. And she's, like, almost certain, like, she can kind of sense Juris, like, laughing in her mm-hmm. head, which is funny. Um, and Nikolai is, you know, being smarmy and charming, like, trying to disarm the Darkling. It's kind of like a, a charisma off <laughs> Like, I'm more charming than you are. It's like the Bachelorette and Zoe's Bachelorette, no, and it's down to the final two. <laughs> Nikolai says, quote, there's a war on, and, well, no one likes you. <laughs> Drag as, him. As to why they haven't visited more. But they're basically, like, they're trying to get some advice or to get some insight into how to stop the fold from expanding in the weird little spots that it has. And he's trying to, like, unnerve Zoya because that's what he always does. And the Darkling is like, I have felt the, the fold expanding, you know. And I know you know about it. Um, it's... Do you? Do you really? He's like, I think some people think my powers are a miracle. And Zoya's like, you are not special. You're very ordinary. And uh, the Darkling's thinking. He's like, you know, I've had a lot of time to myself. And I've been thinking about my long life. I've made so many mistakes and always found a new way to, like, work towards what I want. But... Yeah, you've had a where, plethora of chances. This is where I wrote another Hamilton. He's like, but, like, <laughs> he looked, I look back on where I failed and all the places I checked, the only common thread has been your disrespect. Because he notes, he's like, the thing where all of my plans unraveled and that where I led to, like, led me to where I am now is when I trusted a pirate named Sturmhahn. And Nikolai's like, privateer. Um, but I wouldn't know because that's not me. Um, <laughs> but you're probably a dumbass if you hired a privateer expecting him to be trustworthy. But also, this man was a few, like, we've talked about it. This man was a few hundred years old and mm-hmm. hired a 20-year-old, a 20-year-old pirate to go get his most prized possession. Poorly tailored, by the way. Yeah. Like, before Jinnia was the one doing his Sturmhoundness. Yeah. Lord. He's like, you know, it's it's only you. It's only you. <laughs> like, I'm slow to anger. <laughs> but I toe the line. That's literally him. Yeah. But then Zoya's like, are you kidding me? Like, of all of the sins you have done after... That's the pop, moment. Pop off Zoya, because she literally is like, what you did to Elena, and that's mm-hmm. what bothers you. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, it is... You're listing these things like they should mean something to me. They don't. She's going to kill them. There were 400 (laughs) before them. There will be more after them if I get the chance. He literally says, quote, human life 
is worth preserving, but human lives are not, basically. That's human lives is the end of the quote. Mm-hmm. He's like, you know, the sum total of humanity is worth saving, but individuals are worthless. It's always gonna kill him. And, no, and Nikolai's <laughs> like, You're crazy like You, you real crazy guy. You, you're wrong for that. <laughs> but then he's like he messes up by saying, oh, no, Zoya gets it. The dragon in her knows. And she's so mad. Like, she can't even see straight. Like, she's seeing red. She's so pissed. And she's thinking about her aunt and her friends and all of the people that were just, like... like because she doesn't agree with him. Like, grains of sand to him. Mm-hmm. Which is so un- untrue. and un- Like, it's just wrong. And she's like, okay, it's... Why are we here? Being around him, it makes me angry. He's not going to help us. Let's just take him to the fold and kill him. And the Dark King's like, well, you'd have to kill your king, too, because my magic, my power, lives in him. Nikolai's like, she might want to do that. Let's not. But He's like, the... hey, shut up, because she might, she might say <laughs> she yes. She might kill me. <laughs> but then the Dark King reveals his hand. He's like, the only way to heal this is to finish what you started and continue, like, complete the Obispaya to completion. And that's what Tolia had also suggested, but they had been tricked before. Nikolai's like, no, nah, we're not doing that again. And, like, the Darkling is still, like, without power, and the Fjordans are, like, stimmied for now. They're not going to be a problem, like, tomorrow. It's it's a, a long-term problem, but they've staunched the blood flow of that problem for now. Um, and Zoya's like, okay, number one, there is no more Thornwood. It's gone. And he's like, idiot. <laughs> you stupid <laughs> asshole. And he's like, mm, but maybe there is. And she's like, where? And he's like, monks. And she literally goes, quote, why is it always monks? And he's like, there may or may not have been a fruit taken from the wood. A monk monks. fruit? A monk fruit? <laughs> a monk fruit? <laughs> and she's like, no, where would that be? And he's like, I don't know, um, but I can tell you where to start looking. And Nicola's like, I smell a bargain. I don't want to make a deal with you. Yeah, at what, what cost? Yeah, like, what is it going to cost us if, if you give us the information to go try to find this fruit that may or may not exist? And he's like, I want to see Alina. And, and everyone's Nikolai, like, bro. Nikolai exits joke mode so fast. He's like, why? Mm-hmm. What do you want with her? He's like, I want to say sorry and just see what became of her. And Zoya's like, you are a liar. But also, again, this man has been alive for hundreds of years. Hundreds of years. And he's obsessed with this 20-something-year-old like, girl. I want to see Alina again. And yeah. he's like, fine, then don't believe me, and the fold will just swallow the whole world up, and I'll just uh, sing myself to sleep in my little jail. And Zoya's like, mm, I don't like this. Like, we shouldn't rely on him, even if the things he is saying do exist. Like, a fabricator doesn't exist powerfully enough to make the Thornwood real instantly, like Elizabeth did. And the Darkling's like, oh, so you failed Juris because you're not that fabricator. And she's like, I'm going to kill you. Don't keep, she really says, keep his name, name out your mouth. mouth. Don't talk about him that way. And Nikolai's like, it's not worth it. It's not worth it. But the Darkling still is just looking at her like, I know how you, I know how you work. I know what makes you tick. And, and he goes to her weakness. He does. He needles her and he's like, mm-hmm. you're going to live for so long. Everyone you love is going to die. And Nikolai's like, hmm, is that so? Anyway, can you please be still? Like, he does not need, you You shouldn't let him affect you this much. And then the Dark One's continuing to just, just poke, put salt in the wound. Like, oh, look at how much she's struggling. Quote, like an insect pinned by her own power. She's gonna kill him. <laughs> and then Nikolai goes off. Because mm-hmm. he's like, uh-huh, yeah, you have a little something in your beard. 
The Darkling is clean-shaven, but if you'll recall, Yuri had a beard, and against his own volition, his hand goes up to grab his chin, <laughs> and then he's pissed. <laughs> he's so mad. He's like, mm, you always were too clever for your own good. And Nikolai's smiling like the cat that caught the canary, like, mm-hmm, yeah, Yuri's still in there somewhere. That's why you don't have your powers back. <laughs> and the Darkling's like, I hate you! <laughs> And he's like, yeah, you don't care what the fold does or doesn't do. You want the opportunity to get Yuri out of you and become host to the piece of your power that still lives in me. And he's like, I just want to see Lena. That's all I want. And Zoya's like, nope, not happening. But it's also, like, so funny. <laughs> the Darkling's like, how could you? I hate you, like, you little, you little shit. And his life's like, mm-hmm. hmm. I know. Have you? If you haven't, it has like it. It didn't end. It got canceled, which is sad. But if you haven't watched Lie to Me, it's so good. It is crazy good. But he basically lied to me to him. Like it's about body language and picking up deception. Just hmm. so good. Let's see in chapter nine. Chapter ten is in Nina's point of view, and what happens essentially yeah. is that the prince falls, and everyone gathers around, and Hana accidentally without her control saves him because you just can't see suffering and not do something about it yeah i don't know i don't even know what else happens like that so what happens is that the rasmus tuberculosis is going (coughs) and (laughs) just like that and hana without thinking about it uses her powers to save him and nina thinking on her feet um runs up grabs hana's hand grabs his hand it's like start praying super loud to make it seem like a miracle like they prayed over him for his health and then they're ferreted away and the brums are freaking out and they're like oh my gosh you touched the prince without consent like this is really bad they might exile you they might like we'll make sure they don't execute you but this is no good nobody does that we're freaking out like brum's kind of getting ready to like make a stand if he needs to and meanwhile hana's like and uh, Nina are like, oh my gosh, did anybody see her use her powers? And it seems so far like nobody caught that in the the shuffle of things. And then um, a guard comes. Mm-hmm. Then a, a young Druskella comes. He's still, he hasn't passed his trials yet, so he's clean shaven. He's maybe 16. Comes to fetch Nina and Hana. And the Bruns get up to go to, and he's like, uh-uh, only the girls. Um, and they're like, oh, shoot, well, can we go change clothes first? Because our still literally has the prince's blood on them. And they're like, oh, yeah, go. So they go and change clothes. The uh, Druskella takes them to the to Rasmus, who's, like, on his little chase lounge mm-hmm. with a little blankie and a yeah. thing of tea. And I'm like, go off. And he's kind of, he's weird. Like, he disarms them a little bit with how he is. Like, he's mm-hmm. kind of blasphemous. He's very unwell. He has a little mug that has, like, a healing tincture in it and, he and Hana kind of talk, like, about her history and, like, how he's like, well, if prayer will make me as steady as both of you are, then maybe I should become more devout. But I'll make sure you don't get exiled. Like, nobody acts like y'all do. I just wanted to see, like, the two who prayed over me so fervently. And meanwhile, Hana's, like, literally low-key healing him throughout the entire conversation. Mm-hmm. He's like, I just feel better around y'all. And Nina's like, knock it off. Mm-hmm. And as they're leaving... Someone else grabs just Nina and is like, we got to take you to go see somebody. And Hannah's like, why? And she's like, it's fine. Don't worry about it. And this person takes Nina to see the queen of Fierda. Because the queen is like, I know Hannah Brum, but who dares touch the prince? And I looked into you 
you're nobody. You came from nowhere, and now somehow you live with the Brums. That's suspicious. I have Inquisitors looking into your history, because I think you could be a spy. And Nina's like, a spy? She's like, yeah, a talented actress. So, because nobody touches my son. Like, I don't care how fervent you prayed. And Nina's backstory is pretty watertight. Like, there really was a young Mila Yonderstadt mm-hmm. who lived where she was, whose husband was lost at sea. The only difference is that Mila ran away to Novi Sim with a hot farmer. And that's what gave Nina the opportunity to step in. She even looks like her. So, like, descriptions of her will mm-hmm. hold up. But she's also, like, if the queen goes as far as to, like, bring her family and friends here to interview me, I'm up an unsanitary tributary without means of motivation, if you get what I'm saying. So she's like, no, no, I'm just very devout. And trying to think of, like, like how to save her ass, pretty much. And the queen's like, did you know that I had three miscarriages before I had Rasmus? And they were terrible, and he wasn't supposed to survive. Every single night that he lived another night was like a miracle. And people have been looking down on him and trying to take him away from me. And I'm not about to let you be the person who does that. And so Mila's like, or Mila, basically. Yeah. Nina's like thinking, like reaching out like to the dead. Like, okay, give me, somebody give me something. Give me some tea. Give me some literally, tea. Literally. <laughs> pick up, give me something to shoot at. Give me something to shoot at. <laughs> like, somebody give me some tea on my girl Agatha mm-hmm. so I can connect with her. And Agatha's handmaid and best friend died somewhat recently and is like do i have a story for you and so nina goes six and the queen says huh and she goes you had six she's a witch. marriages <laughs> she's like you had six mar- uh, miscarriages before you had your son and the queen is like that that's a lie how did you know that and she's like mm-hmm. and you were so afraid you were gonna lose him that you went to a grisha prisoner who was a healer to make sure you would carry the pregnancy to term she was like, oh, that's blasphemy. Why would you say that? Da, da, da. And she's like, but I know things for sure. Because like, the queen's also like, people think that my, I, my son is cursed. And she was like, I know, I know things. One thing I know is that your son is not cursed. And she was like, how would you know that? And she makes up this story of like, when I was but a wee babe, I fell into the river and I should have died. But when my parents found me two miles down river in the winter and the ice... My heart rate was normal. I was red and happy and the gods spared me. And because of that, I have a gift of seeing and knowing things that I, I shouldn't know. And I'm telling you, I have that connection with Joe. And he says, your son's not cursed. And the queen's like, get out of my sight. But as she's leaving, she hears her like fall to her knees and be like, <laughs> like start sobbing. But it's also important to note that the prince's like guard that came in, Nina's like, yo, something's up with this guy. Yo, like, this guy's weird. He's like, He's like, I know that the Duskeller are like weird, like but stoic. like this guy's like weird, weird, like homeschool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. That was really mean. That was really mean. I just sip with my sparkling water. No, actually, no, 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 that was really mean because like, what if we have listeners who are homeschooled? I have friends who were Look, homeschooled. Like, okay, I have friends who are homeschooled too, and they'd be like, mm, he's homeschooled. Yeah. Like, a lot of them have a lot of self-awareness. And not every homeschooled student is like that. No. But he falls into that very specific... Yeah. Yes. He's the he's the kid who's like, I want to do military studies, and I have a lot of interest in World War II history. <laughs> I was literally... And it's like, what side? <laughs> <laughs> I was literally about to say, he's the kid with the crew cut. Mmm. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Not wrong. So that gives you, like, what it is. So... And that's the end of chapter 10. Yeah. 
So it was a lot. Um, a lot happened. It wasn't like that many pages, but it was like a lot no, that but it happened. Was, it was dense. Um, and again, I think we stand by the Nikolai and Zoya's chapters are so good. And I am enjoying mm-hmm. their chapters so much more reading this again. Yes. Um, and Nina's chapters, like, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah, like the feared in politics part of Nina's very chapters. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. Very fun. Very cash money. The fashion. Nina Hana. Very cool. <sighs> We're just going to skip over that from now on. And then we'll There's focus on the so fear and in politics. Yeah. Because that's cool. That I mean, it's cool. not, it's like not cool because like they're like. No, it's like, interesting. It's interesting. Yes. And, and entertaining to read yes. about. Everything else, I'm like, oh my gosh. I'm like, get, get, get it together, girl. Give, like. Give me a duology and a Hana perspective and mm-hmm. that would have fixed so many things. But yeah. I digress. Anyway. Um, if y'all have any questions, comments, or concerns, um, or would um, like me to apologize to you individually. <laughs> 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 read it like the death toll in fourth wave before um, every episode yeah i will <laughs> commend their souls uh send us an email at two at gmail.com um follow us on instagram at two pod or on tiktok at two podcast um but uh thank you all for joining um we are excited to get through this book and then start percy jackson next yes. um so we got some tiktoks to yeah. go through yeah um but thank you all so much and as always happy, happy. Yeah.